Euphoria follows a group of high school students as they navigate love and friendships in a world of drugs, sex, trauma, and social media. Critics hail the series downright gorgeous and truly remarkable. Nominated for six Emmys, including outstanding lead actress in a drama series for Zendaya. The anxiety, the heartbreak, the recklessness, and the ecstasy of the teenagers in Euphoria in many ways comes down to Labyrinth, the two-time Emmy-nominated British composer of the HBO series. Much like its angst-ridden protagonists, Labyrinth's music is indeed a character. Labyrinth has been recognized this season in the Outstanding Music Composition Dramatic Score category, as well as for the show's season finale song, All For Us, performed by Euphoria Emmy nominee Zendaya in the Outstanding Original Music and Lyrics category. Labyrinth is with us today on Crew Call. I watched this show and uh, I am just jarred. I'm I'm 48 years old and it makes me feel like an old man. Uh, It is just, I mean, it's, it's, I love the style of it, but it's some really, really serious drama just that has me anxious and my stomach tightened while I'm watching these kids in um, just dealing with recklessness. Um, when you first got parts of the episode, are you feeling the same thing? Are you like, or are you kind of like, ah, kids, yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those kids. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I, I don't think, on a Friday I don't think anyone something. <laughs> but but this yeah. is like, I, I swear, I'm watching the show and I am just, I'm locked. I, I mean, the breath is out. I, yeah. I, I can't breathe yeah, yeah, so, um, it, because of everything that's going on. Yeah. And especially the episode you've submitted, 03, Bonnie oh, yeah. and Clyde. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Wild scene. Wild, um, was um, it tell, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm no, I felt the same as you. Um, um, I don't think anyone can watch Euphoria because uh, I remember seeing the pilot and, and, and I don't think anyone can watch that show and – uh, you could be a kid or an adult or an old person and your mind is blown like, whoa, this is intense stuff, you know? Um, yeah. So when I first watched it, I was like, this is going to turn some heads. Like, uh, like I didn't know it was going to turn into this beast that it is now, but, but I definitely knew it was going to turn some heads. But um, I, I instantly felt like there was something magical about the show and um, something uh, very... Um, just, just, it was just raw. It was like, it, it, there was no holes barred, you know what I mean? And, and I kind of really loved that, like that it was just falls out right in your face, you know what I mean? So um, I just, I just, um, um, I, I was inspired as soon as I saw it and I was inspired as soon as I spoke to Sam about it and I hadn't seen, before I even see, uh, had seen it. Um, um, just Sam's passion for the show just got me in. Now, the idea... Mm-hmm. to do i mean it's it's almost like wall to wall music yeah which doesn't always happen in a tv right. episode you're right talk about that and also talk about varying themes like for example there's a a techno almost kubrickian you're right um 
sonic, per, you know, percussion sound, yes. but you will melt into these like, like WTF or what are we talking for with the piano yeah. and the chords when she's talking with, with Ali. Yeah. Um, and, and he tells her, he tells her nothing in high school lasts forever. I mean, yeah. what a gorgeous R&B yeah. riff and everything. Tell me, yeah, tell um, me, like the for entire me, mindset that, for this. Did you that, find it or did Sam say, I want this? No, Sam, Sam has been a, a great pilot for a lot. And, 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 and um, I'm using that as a metaphor in terms of just like, we were all sitting on his plane and he was taking us to where we needed to go. And, and he had a great, he had great perspective and he's got great taste in music. So um, Sam was a driving ship here and, and um, he just kind of um, allowed me to do what I do naturally. Like, and, and a lot of the music that people are hearing on the show is just things that I'm into or things that I love. Um, and so I wanted to um, uh, use the show to inspire me to, to, to bring out whatever, whatever the show kind of um, um, said to me in that moment. And a lot of the stuff that I saw in the show kind of felt like there was always this tension running through the show. Um, and especially with um, like Nate's character, um, with Jacob's character, but with Nate's character and the character Nate, I was just like, there's this, this boiling up of um, like this, uh, my childhood has affected me, um, but I have to play the part of being this jockey and being this like this this kid that's got it under control. And also, my father um, and wants me to to uphold the family's name because we're we're a popular family. And so, like even that tension for me is just like he's a volcano waiting to just um, and to be let off. Um, Ruse building up to this um, this moment, which is all for us at, uh, on the last episode. But it's just like there's so much tension in her because um, her dealing with her anxiety and dealing with her um, and almost constantly needing to numb herself. Like all the characters have these, these tensions that, that are building up through the show. And so I felt like um, um, that's how it inspired the music. I constantly felt that. And, and just even as a team for myself and a lot of my, a lot of my peers and people I saw growing up, there was always this tension of like, I don't know myself. Am I going to make it over to the other side um, as a team? And so um, that kind of came across to me as just, um, well, it inspired me from a kind of like, I, I love 1970s, 1960s sci-fi music and like dodgy percussive, um, uh, what's it, synth uh, uh, extravaganzas and, and I also love um, the radiophonic workshop and so I, I, I always love um, just just odd weird uh, blips and knocks and and and, and percussive um, 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 kind of um, what would I call it just uh, um, just uh, kind of oddness that's how I saw it anyway and so um, for me that's how I expressed that energy is just like I wanted to um, uh, instead of using strings or instead of using the kind of same old um, um, uh, palette, um, that kind of felt like the thing that I could express that. And then just in general, I love gospel music. I love hip hop. Um, and, and when me and Sam had spoken about the score, he was just like, what if a, a score writer was being produced by someone like Kanye West or by 
like let's say Danny Elfman got produced by Kanye West or you know what I mean so for me I know those two worlds or I've explored those two worlds and so I, I kind of I wanted to find a way of just messing around with like just kind of merging and uh, things I'm into but also um being able to express as much emotion and, and energy as possible so I just kind of um it was it was a lot of Sam's leadership and Sam's kind of like almost cheerleading because he would just be like, Lab, I know you want to try and sound like a scorer, but I just want you to sound like you. And that was a lot of the score. And and so he, he would just, I would send him a lot of music and then he would just try them out on the scenes as well himself and just see what worked. Um, almost like him trying out music um, and that he, he bought off of line, you know what I mean? Um, and then with other scenes like uh, episode um, six with um, Bonnie and Clyde, um, uh, I'm sorry, five. Um, he um, there was a lot of a lot more score stuff that he wanted me to do, um, but he 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 just was like, just don't don't try and sound like a uh, like a traditional score writer. Just sound like the way you want to sound. And so I was just like, okay, um, what what if instead of using traditional strings, I just find dodgy weird sounds and arpeggiate like um, sounds that are not supposed to be arpeggiated like example what if I put a Celeste um, on a on a synth arpeggiator and 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 see how that feels you know and so I would just I would just I'm constantly trying out and testing things to see um, what could what what I'm gonna get I'm, I'm always kind of you know like I feel like I'm in like a little science lab just trying out different uh, uh, chemicals <laughs> How now? How did you write? Did you watch the episode and compose against it? Did you watch yeah. in sequences, um, or were yeah. you, or did he send you segments and say, some "Hey, I need them, me"? No, some of them I didn't write to because when Sam explained the show, I was just like, "I know this world." Like I just felt like just based off of what he said, I was just like, "I know this energy. I know like that that young." Uh, like quirky energy and I was like okay um, I feel like I have the sound already and so I just started me messing around with like records like um, this, uh, there was a record called um, When I R.I.P which was kind of written off of Rue's character and then Still Don't Know My Name and um, what else did I do um, yeah What The Fuck Are We Talking For yeah I, 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 yeah, I, I literally um, wrote that based off of just, just the, the, just the vibes he was talking about, and then um, we started trying it later when he when he sent me um, when he sent me uh, uh, some of the cues, um, and yeah, it was just it was just kind of us him leaving the playground as open as possible for us to mess around. There was no kind of restrictions with music. It wasn't like I want this whole score to be classical. I want it to be all, all hip hop. It was just like. I want it to be a cluster of just great music. Um, so Maddie's Maddie's story, yeah. Uh, again, that digital wonderful kind of, you know, it evokes Clockwork Orange, yes, and it's synthesized. <laughs> um, what that? Tell me about writing that. Did he tell you, hey, these are these are my feelings about the opening scene? We're gonna look at. We're gonna do various. Yeah. Like a no, montage of me, Maddie's life. Me, like just, he sent me a load of music because Sam just has like a breadth of music that he just loves. And I think he just, he almost, he, he kind of um, 
it's like he has a scrapbook of music that he just downloads and just he just kind of just has it in a bank and so he was just like oh listen to this stuff i really love it um and just i, I um it was kind of there as inspiration and then of course some of the temp score um that i heard was just like so incredible and insane music and i was just like well i better make sure i could deliver on the same level as, as what i'm hearing here and so a lot of my um a lot of the stuff i was hearing he would just kind of give me examples of um um how it what the feeling he's trying to get on on each scene and especially with like um uh with uh bonnie and clyde um there was just this you kind of wanted that clash and tension with, within their relationship there's so much there's so much it's kind of it's it's, it's kind of psychotic love like they're 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 that it's like i i'm this is hell, but I'm, I'm still willing to sit in here and, and, and be in it with you, you know what I mean? And, and uh, um, it kind of felt like that with uh, Maddie's character, uh, with, uh, yeah, of course, Maddie and, and um, Nate. There was this clash, but um, there was romance. There was all of this stuff that just felt like it was so many different colours and so confused all at the same time. So I felt like it just in, inspired the music that everybody heard on some of those, um, and, and some of those cues. It was just like, um yeah i just i just loved how um uh it just felt it it just felt like yeah exactly like what the 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 title is called bonnie and clyde the mess there was so much mess and so much confusion but but you understood the love in some weird way and so for me going from these moments of like crazy uh erratic uh like almost dramatic like you're saying clockwork orange just really dramatic and and uh, uh, um, uh, bombastic moments to these moments of like very kind of tender. Cool, yeah, tender. And, and so that's kind of what I wanted um, in, in the score is just to, is just to show um, the juxtaposition of those two worlds, but then douse it in uh, that mentality of the producer producing a score writer. And, and it's like, okay, score writer is going to do this. But our producer is gonna go, yo, let's do, let's use a synth instead of a instead of straight up strings and a straight up like kind of quartet. Let's 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 mess it up. Let's let's use um, a violin and uh, um, I don't know like an MS20 and let's put those two next to each other and see what we get, you know. And so um, um, that's kind of what my imagination was doing with a lot of the score. So were you on? Were you involved in the post edit of where music would get placed or that was all Sam? You would just send him music and he would place things where he needed to. No, um, with some of the score, with some of the score. And um, um, he, he just loved some of the stuff I already played him because we were, we were going through music that I just had. I had a load of music like just in a bank. I just create music for, for creating music's sake. And um, we went through a lot of that music and he kind of told me what uh, what songs he really enjoyed and, and he wanted to try them originally as demos. And then some of them were just like, they just make the cut because it just feels so right in the, in the show. But a lot of the, a lot of the score was like the, uh, the Maddie um, uh, episode was just fully just like, he was like, lab, I'm going to need about uh, like, uh, what, I think about five cues in this week and some of them were pretty intense and, and I was just in a room by myself just trying to like just hash them out you know 
Now, were you also involved in choosing some of the songs that would go in? Um, um, in terms of, sorry, Vaughn. Yeah. In, in, in the actual episode, were you, did you like, for example, when it, the credits come up and it opens on Eldebarge's uh, Rhythm of the Night? Oh no! Um, um, in terms of choosing the songs, um, um, a lot of that was kind of handled by um, uh, Jen Malone, um, okay. because we were kind of working weirdly separately. So Sam was like the definitely the figurehead in in this, where he was just like he knew what he wanted to to kind of get out of it. Um, really, with me, um, I just knew when when Sam would send me cues, I just knew where uh, he was just like do whatever you need to do with them. So I. I with, with, with all the cues that I worked on, um, it was just kind of like my own instincts. Um, he didn't really get involved in that. He was just like, I just want you to do what feels right for you. The, um, the other thing uh, I wanted to ask you about, tell us as a composer, how, how do you work? Um, yeah. Because I know certain composers, they keep like banker's hours. They'll work from nine to five and take a yeah. lunch. And then there are others that are, working nonstop, middle of the night, falling asleep at three, waking yeah. up at seven, something like that. <laughs> that sounds pretty much like me. <laughs> the, the latter one sounds like me. I, yeah. I, I, was, um, I just had the kids at the time I was working on the score. So I was literally like running inside, putting her to bed, coming back and just like, um, I'm trying to hash out as much as I could. Cause some, like the amount of music I made for Euphoria, I, I think I at least have two more albums worth of a score. Wow. Um, there's so much music made for Euphoria. And so um, I, I just made loads because I, I was just so inspired by the show. I just kept on making as many bits of, pe- uh, uh, of music I could make because as you have seen, the show's jam-packed with music. So I was just like, whatever Sam may need, I'm going to make it or whatever I hear for the show, I'll make it. Um, and I make music pretty fast. So in my studio, I, I engineer, produce, and just kind of, I just, it's just one guy by mix. himself. Yeah, mix. And then I just, just you. I, I, yep. I have a bunch of simps and samples and I, I, um, I have a bunch of mics that I use in, in this room. And, and so like a lot of the tambourines and a lot of the percussion, I was just playing in the back. Um, and, and I would just kind of, um, add certain reverbs or just kind of uh, alter them in ways that made it feel like it would it would it, it would sound like it was in the right room you know wow so it's pretty intense work david have you seen this new hbo series euphoria i mean talk about raising the bar for a teenage drama The show follows a group of high school students as they navigate love and friendships in a world of drugs, sex, trauma, and social media. Euphoria stars Zendaya. You know her. She played MJ in the Spider-Man Homecoming movies, and she was on the Disney Channel series, Shake It Up. Well, here she shows a dramatic side that we haven't seen, and it leaves you speechless. She stars an ensemble cast that includes Hunter Schaefer, Jacob Elordi, Angus Cloud, and Sidney Sweeney. Deadline called the Sam Levinson-created series truly remarkable. Nominated for six Emmys, including Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series for Zendaya.
was there ever a discussion for like a main theme and is that main theme new girl it, it was weird um um we there we did want to have a main theme and originally we, i brought yeah. that one up only because they played it a lot in the ads yeah yeah um um it i think the one that they played in the ad the most was um still don't know my name that was the record that kind of ended up becoming a common record that they were using a lot um and yeah it 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 just became the record like that wasn't one that anyone chose it was just like um i sent it to sam um without any of the lyrics it wasn't even a song at the time and and he he just really loved it and and then they ended up using it for the advert um and then and then kids just were they kind of pretty much chose it they were just like what's that song i need that song and a lot of people just were like how do i buy this song and they were like it's part of the score you can't get it and so then it just became the favorite and turned into the theme song of euphoria <laughs> i took your heart did things to your own and lovers would do in the dark It made you a god Three spokes and preachers would tell me I did wrong But hey, it made a nigga flip What do I say to make me exist? Oh, stranger. Still don't the um, the other thing I was going to ask you about is: Have you caught the bug for film composing? I know you've you've produced a lot of artists' work. You've worked with yeah. Sia, Simon yeah. Cowell signed you uh, yeah. to his label, and yeah. you're like one of the few that's never been on a music talent show. You know, as far as you know. And then EMI signed you before that. Have you, it's funny because sometimes when this used to be an old thing, I yeah. think it's becoming less, it's becoming less of a, a stigma, but it's funny, like about even as early as 10 years ago, yeah. um, I'd be talking to studio music executives and I'd be like, oh, it'd be so cool if, you know, Will I am does the entire score for a movie or something. Yes, yeah. yeah. And I think he may have once. I know yes, he worked yeah. on Medica. Well, anyway. Yes, yeah. Sometimes yeah. studio music executives would say, not every performing artist who comes yes, over really gets used to the film score thing and the yeah. whole idea of doing organized cues and writing yeah. thing. And sometimes they're behind. But it's yeah. funny, it's interesting. A lot of people, you know, from your from your area of music, yeah. you know, performers. Producers yep. are making the transfer they, to compose. Yeah, they can't. They can't uh, make the kind of the leap to to film scoring because it is intense work. And I think when you're making music for yourself or you're working with someone um, in in the uh, pop industry or the uh, kind of commercial music industry, um, it it doesn't feel like you're working for someone. Whereas when you're doing a score for someone, they're like, "We need this score or we need this bunch of music by Friday." And and that's a very intense, those are very intense markers to work with. And I found myself a lot of times, which I've never in my career done, um, bringing out Excel spreadsheets and making sure I was organized, <laughs> sitting down with management and going through cues and just like, there was a lot of intense organization that I, and I've never done that for an album. And 
Um, and so, and, and for me, actually, it made me, I feel like it made me a better producer. I've learned a lot from doing score writing, but um, I, I've always been a fan of score writing. I've always been in love with like Hans Zimmer's score for like Gladiator was always one of my favorites. Um, uh, what's it? Um, Once Upon a Time in America, I've always loved that score. And so I used to make mini scores when I was younger, like I was like 13 and I used to try and make my own little scores to like movies and, and like download little movies and, and try and make my own bits. So I've always been a fan of it, but I thought I was going to start doing, start doing film scoring when I was like 40 or 50 and I would just be like, okay, I'm done with commercial music. I'll do it now. Um, and yeah, it's weird to go from producing pop records for like the weekend and Ed Sheeran and doing my band with Sia and Diplo to like all of a sudden like creating a score for HBO was like insane for me. So um, let's talk about All For Us, which you're nominated for. Whose idea was it that the show would go out with the musical finale? That was Sam. He called me up and he had heard the song um, because um, he had a bunch of songs from me that were just mini ideas that I was just like, oh, Sam, I feel like this would really work for the show. And it's got a like, um, it wasn't even necessary. I didn't even say this would work for the show. I just sent him music that um, I thought he would enjoy. And he, he kind of had all for us going around his head like it's just an airworm and he constantly just play the music and try it in the in the show and then um he just came to me one day and was just like lab i really love this all for us record you need to finish it and we need i need it as a score piece for for the finale of the show and i was like what the hell like this is crazy um because i just saw it as just a bit of music that he might use in some area so you wrote it he wrote the script to the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally was like, I, I, love, I, I love this piece of music. And then I just had to kind of turn it into um, the record that is now, um, where it was just like, it was just like a little kind of choral piece that drops into a, into a beat and had like a, a mini verse. And then he was just like, no, we need this finished because this says everything I need to say for that finale. And Sam's very spontaneous like that, where he would just be like, I love this song and I'm, I'm going to make a whole episode to the song or I'm going to make a whole piece around this record. Um, and so we started working on how we could uh, like kind of add more things to it. And he's just, I think he's just a great kind of music executive. I asked him to exec what my next album. <laughs> but the lyrics to the song, because yeah. it's interesting. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a gospel salvation song. Yeah. yeah. And here she is, it's set against her recklessness. Yeah. But what it means, what 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 it means is she's sorry, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. for what she's done yeah. to those around her. And she's just yeah. trying to be the best person that she can. Yeah. Those intentions in the lyrics, were they always there? Or did you work did Sam say, hey, this is what I'm how I'm thinking of ending this with her? Yeah, on this sort of vibe. Well, well, it was weird because the verses were like kind of pretty much written out. So he 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 got he was like he was like this is actually right in line with what 
what's been going on in the show. And so he was like, this is, this is kind of saying the things that I wanted, wanted it to say. And so then um, by the time we, we really started getting the last bits of the record, I was on the middle eight. And the middle eight, um, it's a bit of a weird lyric, but, but um, it was kind of like, um, guess, uh, I guess you figured my two times two um, always equates to one. So it's meaning like, I, 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 I finally, now that I've finished singing about um, that I'm doing everything for, um, for my family or doing for the people I love, um, I hope you understand that everything I'm actually doing is for me. And, and um, uh, it kind of almost shows, even with uh, her kind of having her moment of like redemption and her trying to, to kind of get off drugs and get clean, she can't make it to that place. And so she's kind of in that middle eight saying, I'm really sorry that, that I'm not what I, what I wanted to be for you. And I'm not that hero and I'm not that triumphant. And so it's like, I hope one of you can wake me up and I hope one of you could, could be there for me, even though I couldn't make it, if you get what I mean. Um, 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 and, and, and almost, it was kind of like a mentality of who's gonna be that person to stop me from going in, into that long good night before I, before I get there, you know? And so um, um, that's what, how I got inspired to write that last lyric um, for the middle eight, where it was just like, um, it was just like almost her sorry note, just saying, guys, I'm sorry that I'm this selfish, that I would go back into the same place. And, 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 and you know, you kind of see her having her, her, her next relapse, you know? Zendaya, how did she become involved? I mean, I would think Zendaya singing on every song yeah. It, yeah, it's yeah, show, totally. yeah. But that wasn't the case. It was just this one. How did it and it was just so perfect. It was the finale. Yeah, yeah. How did that come to be? Was she was she gonna sing on other songs? Yeah, or- no, it's, it's weird because Sam's very spontaneous. And so I was singing on some of the score just to kind of as a like a, a like a tone, just to show Sam like, okay. I'm getting this kind of tone and maybe somebody could sing this. And he was just like, nope, lab, it feels right to me. You're going to sing over the score. And he kind of was just like, your voice sounds right. Let's do it. And then when we got to All For Us, um, he was just like, it would be amazing if we could get Zendaya to do this, um, to do the song. And I was just like, actually, it sounds like a perfect idea. I didn't know how she was going to go about doing it because I don't always think, actors are the greatest singers. Like sometimes it doesn't always translate, just like uh, uh, musicians or, or pop artists are not always the best at going into school writing, you know? And so um, when I heard her version, I was just like, she's, she's, she just knows, like she just, she's, she's right in the pocket. And I was just like, I was like, this was like a match made in heaven. And, and she, for me, she sounded like a modern day Aliyah. And I was like, I felt like Timberland sitting with like uh, uh, the genius Aliyah sitting in, in the studio. So I was just like, I, I, I was like instantly in love with it. And I was like, this is, this is more than I could have hoped for as an, a, a, a version of a song I created, you know? Now, are you guys working on season two already or is he, he's still breaking story on that? Um, I, of course with COVID, this made it a bit difficult, but um, um, I'm still working on stuff. Um, that I feel like Sam might like or or might be into. Um, and I know Sam's working on more bits um, because that guy just can't help. Like he's yeah. just, he's just, you know, constantly creating stuff just like I am. And, and so, um, yeah, I think something, I think things in the works. 
Are you working on, um, we broke this story. Um, yeah. I broke the story about Sam and Zendaya and John David Washington shooting yeah. uh, a secret movie during COVID. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did, are you working on the score for that film? Oh, uh, no. Um, and what's it? Um, Sam's told me about it, but um, I don't know what they're doing with it yet. I ho- hopefully, hopefully you asked me, but um, uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like, it's all a secret to me. I think maybe you know more about it than I do. <laughs> well, they shot the movie. And okay, they, shot okay. it, they shot it under the radar, under great safety oh, yeah, protocols. I think- yeah, I think I might have seen a picture of, because um, Zendaya put a picture of her and, um, yep. yes. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's all, it's all like, quiet right now. Um, anything else you're working on now? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on more music um, uh, for my own record. And, um, yeah, we're going to do the next season for Euphoria. Um, and I'm pretty busy just being a being a a father right now and just I'm, of course i'm working on loads of other records that i can't mention for like incredible artists but um um yeah I'm, I'm, there's a lot of beautiful things that are ready to happen for for this year or i would say next year because this year has really gone hasn't <laughs> labyrinth i can't thank you enough nominated for two primetime emmy nominations for euphoria in the Outstanding Music Composition for a Series Original Dramatic Score category for the episode 03, Bonnie and Clyde, and for his song, All For Us, uh, in the Outstanding Original Music and Lyrics category. Thank you so much, hey. Labyrinth, for joining us. Thank you so much, my friend. Great to Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call Podcast on Deadline. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro, and our podcast series has been produced by David Janov. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode.